3: the fact that America is bearing the brunt and the burden of financing most of the war against Putin and Ukraine. I think we agree on that part. Why isn't Europe, why don't they ever step up and defend their own continent before they ask for U.S. involvement? And why would Joe Biden veto Poland given Zelensky fighter jets to actually fight to win the war after they were invaded? Well, the more
1: disturbing thing is that the um, on two occasions, the Russians tried to sign a peace agreement with Zelensky. Do you trust Putin? Do I trust Putin? No. But that's—I listen. I—I—I've litigated over 500 lawsuits. All of them end up with, or many of them end up with settlements in one kind or the other. And he never trusts the guy on the other side.
3: You use language art, and you use the design of agreement. So Ukraine, to, to appease Putin, uh, Putin, rather, who I think is evil, they've already given up Crimea, it was annexed. So what, they, now they have to give up the Donbas area? Uh,
1: you know, the, the Ukraine, because of our pushing the Ukraine into the war on two occasions, in the, in, we, we pushed the Well let me made... tell you, let me let me answer your question. Yeah. In twenty nineteen, France, Germany, and Russia all agreed to the Minsk Accords. That year, Zelensky ran for president. He was a comedian. He had no political experience. Why did he win? Because he he won, ran on one issue, signing the Minsk Accords. As soon as he got in there, Victoria Newland and the White House told him he couldn't do it. That, Putin sends 40,000 troops in. That's not enough to conquer the country. Clearly, he wanted us to come to the negotiating He wanted somebody to come to the negotiating table. Zelensky came to the negotiating table, signed a new agreement that was the Minsk Accords II in 2022, and that would have allowed Donbass to stay and Lugansk to stay, to remain as part of, of Ukraine. We said, Putin signed it. Zelensky initialed in, and Putin in good faith began withdrawing troops from the Ukraine. What happened? We sent Boris Johnson over there to torpedo
3: it. Because
1: we don't want peace with we want the war with Russia.
3: Whatever, what what why are you blaming America's role in this? look, I I am Putin to me is an evil, murdering dictator thug, and when he leaves this earth, nobody's gonna miss him. Let's be honest. Um, However, I think that Europe has a responsibility to protect their continent, and yet it always seems to fall on the United States.
0: Kevin McCarthy has brought up
3: the the I-word, the impeachment question, uh, and he's calling it an inquiry. This
4: is what he had to say, and the reasons why they're considering this, watch.
0: You've got IRS whistleblowers saying something when it comes to government treating the Bidens different. You've got an informant claiming that the Biden family had been bribed should you ignore that or should investigate that? The only way you can investigate that is through an impeachment inquiry so the committee would have the power to get all the documents that they would need. So what an impeachment inquiry does, it gives us the apex of the power of Congress for Republicans and Democrats to gather the information that they need. So it's not an impeachment. It is to get all the information. Then we're going to inquire. Is there is this an impeachable offense? Right.
3: we've we've seen this movie a a couple of times before. Mm -hmm. First step, impeachment inquiry. Almost always it leads to an impeachment. Mm -hmm. Uh, I've heard from members of Congress on the Republican side. They are going to they're, they're going to do the I word. Uh, of Joe Biden, that guy right there, doesn't look too happy in that picture. Uh, And they're gonna use the 1023 form as the basis for everything. Mm -hmm. Here's the problem, uh, and we'll talk to Miranda Devine about this here in about a half an hour, is the 1023 form makes a damning case against Mm -hmm. the Bidens, but it's completely unverified. And in fact, there are certain critical parts of the story that have been refuted by the people in the story. So, so it, it, it's problematic. But, and so that's why Kevin McCarthy says we need other stuff,
0: more documents. Wednesday, 26 July, Year of our Lord, 2023. That is what an inquiry is about. A fox going full neoliberal neocon. And uh, the audience has to be prepared for this because you're the vanguard of truth here. Because this infects everything right now. Right there you saw uh, – and it, let's – I tell you what, let's take Ducey first because Ducey, that, that is – he's hardwired right into Murdoch. Murdoch writes those talking points every morning. So he gives you the left-wing talking points that uh, – well, it's totally unverified. You know, it's completely unverified. They just got Joanne Reed's notes. It's completely unverified. He just picks one thing, the 1023. There's so much more here than, than the 1023, and they know that. The producers over there are not dumb. They're trying to – tamped down, and this is why you had McCarthy all jacked up, because you got Banas to the back from the war room posse, saying we need to see some action. We're tired of this. We're tired of you leaving on Friday and not coming back to the middle of September with no appropriations bills, no chance of making the 30 September deadline. It's all performative. It's all phony. These hearings have been a joke. It's been a disaster. In fact, starting right now, because Burchett came, T- Tim Burchett came on the show last night. They fired him overnight of being the chairman of the UFO uh, committee. That's going to take place right now. And in fact, if we can pick up that live stream and make sure we're just monitoring it, as I know you guys are. Burchett's not leading it. They got some other non-entity to do it. And they've also, I've heard from people on the committee, that the Pentagon has gotten to uh, some of the witnesses... Oh, for national security reasons. All of this is about one thing, keeping information from you, the American people. Here in the war room, we're prepared to bet on the American people. When the American people have uh, information and have a correct information, they seem to always make the right decisions. You know why? Because the decisions are their decisions. They feel comfortable with it. They buy into it because they've thought it through. So everything you're seeing right now is to withhold information from you. The lead story in The Hill, if we can pull that up, please. The lead story in The Hill this morning was Senate Republicans are quite concerned about this impeachment. They're very concerned. They have knitted brows. They're very concerned. This is why uh, Ducey and and, and Fox and Friends lead today is all over. Well, you can't do this impeachment. You know, this is this is the I word. You got to really, you know, you shouldn't do it. This is all coordinated. This is Mitch McConnell calling Murdoch. And saying, "Hey, I need you all day long. You got to be tamping this down. You got to be scaring these congressmen. You got to be putting into the heads, wash, rinse, and repeat on TV for stupid people, just over and over and over and over and over again." And who was the one that got Burchett off? To the- think about that for a second, Matt Gates. Anna Paulina Luna and Tim Burchett, three fire breathers who represent their districts, who represent the people in their districts and represent working class and middle class people throughout the nation. Of all political persuasions, they go down to what was it, Eglin Air Force Base. They go down to the Air Force Base and they get stiffed as congressmen. They get stiffed. That's how this whole thing gets going. And now you have whistleblowers coming forward. With real documentation and eyewitnesses, and prepared on penalty of perjury to come before the nation and say it. The most, if we didn't have all this other madness with stealing our country, it'd be the most important. It'd be the most important hearing in the history of the nation. Go back and think about when you were kids, all the movies and all the things. oh, you are going before Congress, going to talk about the aliens. Remember today they're going to talk about not just alien aircraft and alien engineering and technology and all that. They've got one guy who's going to sit there and go, oh, by the way, there was actually you know, uh, stuff or material from an alien being. Not going to hear that. day. Do you think it's random? Isn't it odd that Birchett comes on War Room and talks about how it's going to be no holds barred and you can't hold anything back and the war – calls them the war pimps over the Pentagon? The war pimps in the Pentagon are not going to hold this back? Well, guess what? The war pimps went mac daddy on him last night afterwards. They pulled him. Comer. Biddy, 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 biddy. Comer. Call him up. Oh, you know, upon further review, uh, we're going to have this other non entity, and he's going to ask the question. But every now and again, you can throw in a question. This is a cover, this holding information for you- Look, and everything else we got going on, taking uh, the aliens <laughs> is not something that we have capacity for. But it gets to the point of the administrative deep state keeps information from you because they think they're better at managing it and or working with it. We have no idea. I'm not conspiracy theory nut on this at all. I'm just saying put all the information out and let the American people declassify all of it. Oh, by the way, and I'm not saying it had anything to do with my far be it for me to say it had anything to do with my speech at Turning Point. But the Daily News in New York yesterday dropped a bombshell on Wait for It, the assassination of Malcolm X. Turns out that, I don't know, it's the police, there maybe they didn't chase a guy. They said, Oh, we can't chase him because he's with us. Hello. Release all these files. So you've got you've got the Murdochs, and and, and now their golden boy. Uh, DeSantis, and DeSantis, and and I love Mike Cernovich, he's a great guy, was very much with us early on in 14 and 15 um, with the populist nationalist movement and and President Trump when he came on the scene. He put out a proposal last night on on Twitter that, oh, what we should just do is have DeSantis should just uh, step aside, admit he made a mistake, go back to thing, and just a commitment from President Trump to be Attorney General. No, 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 no. I think it's the third, second or third Punic War. If you remember that great scene out of Patton, remember Patton when he go when he goes he and Omar Bradley they're in the jeeps and Patton says no the battlefield's over here and they go no general the battlefield's the exact opposite direction he goes no 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 battlefield's over here. And they drive and they come across the Roman ruins and Patton gets out of the jeep and Omar Bradley who's you know Mr. Everyman he's sitting there looking at this guy, you know Carl Malder, looking looking at George C. Scott, because Patton, he admires Patton, but he also thinks he's a nutcase. And Patton walks up to the to the to the to the ancient um, arch that was there. And he says, "No, this is the battlefield. I was here two thousand years ago. It's you know it's Carthage and the Carthaginians. He laid out how the Carthaginians defended against the Roman legions. A Carthaginian peace. Because remember, it was Carthago de Lenda Est, Cato the Elder. After every speech he gave in the Senate, whether it was about education or taxes or farm policy, he would finish with the same mantra. Oh, and Carthage must be destroyed. That is psychological warfare. And what did they do? The, they said they were going to cut up, the, here's the peace deal after we defeated you finally, after all these hundreds of years the Carthaginian piece, burn it down and salt the earth around it so they can never grow crops again for thousands of years. That is the DeSantis situation right now. You've overplayed this. You've overstayed this. You're, you're, just, you're a running dog for the donors class who's trying to destroy Trump and destroying Trump trying to thwart this audience. You see it every day on Fox. Last night, Hannity, that's why he played the Bobby Kennedy piece. Hannity's still there. He hasn't got the memo. Sean, you've got to read the memo. We're not for the Ukrainian war. That is a deep state, administrative state war. And just saying Europe doesn't defend itself, it's even deeper than that. We care about the border of the United States of America. We care about the sovereignty of the United States of America. We care about the self-determination of the citizens of the United States of America. We do not care about Ukraine. And you saw the folks last night in that town hall that had Bobby Kennedy's back. They're cheering him and Hannity's, you know, well, you know, Putin's the worst guy in the world. That's not relevant, dude. Not important if Putin's a good guy, bad guy, a saint, a devil. Doesn't matter. The Murdochs are all in on thwarting you. And now we have a new official title for Rupert Murdoch. The cooler. Anybody he touches, he touched them all in 16. They all lost. Same thing here. Glenn Youngkin, Tim Scott, bring it. A Carthaginian peace with the DeSantis. We're going to burn it down and salt the earth around it. You've overstayed your welcome. We'll get into a lot more after a short commercial break. Well, Congress once again allowed itself to be pushed into appeasing the administration and raising the debt ceiling for the 79th time, paving the way for continued reckless spending and further devaluation of the U.S. dollar. As our national debt continues to skyrocket, how are you protecting your savings? Times like these are a great reminder to diversify a portion of your savings into gold. And you can do that with the help of Birch Gold. Here's the easiest way to do it. Birch Gold will help you convert an existing IRA or 401k into an IRA in gold. And you don't pay a penny out of pocket. As BRICS, Brazil, Russia, India, China, and South Africa band together against the dollar, more and more central banks are diversifying. You know what they're buying, gold. Follow their lead. Text Bannon, B-A-N-N-O-N, to 989898 for your free info kit on gold. There's no obligation, just information. With an A-plus rating with the Better Business Bureau and thousands of happy customers, Birch Gold can help protect your savings, too. Text Bannon, B-A-N-N-O-N, to 989898. Do it today. Follow the central banks of the BRICS. Take action, 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 and take that action today.
3: your host, Stephen
0: K. Bannon. Okay, welcome back. We're doing many things here. We're juggling many balls. Because um, they had the conference this morning. Um, I think McCarthy laid out a path on this impeachment inquiry. You've got to remember, it's bandits to the back this week. A lot going on. I'm going to ask my crack staff, as soon as we should dip in anything important on the UFO, you've got um, the film last night played to a packed house. Many congressmen showed up. No Democrats. No um, Democrats tremendous presentations, they actually are moving, trying to move a bill, and I think they got some real momentum momentum on it, on this the um, it's not the sex trafficking of women and children Carrie Lake makes an amazing, brilliant point it is the rape and torture, the rape and torture of children and women, but particularly children I'm not dismissing the female part of it, it's obviously massively important but it's the rape and torture of children and I think that what President Trump's wants to do is make it a capital crime. For the traffickers, I think you've got to go one step further. And for the actual people themselves that do this, that that ought to be a capital crime in certain situations. Not in every situation, but in certain situations it ought to be a capital crime. I think that might start to thwart it. And Kerry Lake brings up a brilliant point. This film's gonna do 150 million, it's, it's chugging along, it's packed houses, standing ovation, still no, virtually no marketing budget. You look Everything you look at is Barbie and Oppenheimer. If you're, on, if you're on the news channels, Oppenheimer's got a spot every 30 seconds and the people I know have seen Oppenheimer say it's a brilliant, absolutely brilliant film. I'm not downplaying either of those films. I'm saying this thing's plugging along and Hollywood's given no, and her, and her what Carrie said is quite powerful. Where's Tom Hanks and Steven Spielberg and that whole crowd? Every time, anytime there's anything in the world, they're up there with the big crocodile tears and you've got to get in the back of this thing. You've got to do this. You've got to send money. you got to do it. Why is it crickets? Owen Gleiberman is the uh, lead um, um, reviewer for a Variety. I think he was at the Wall Street Journal for many, many years. He's at Variety, which is the Bible of the industry. And he said in his review... One, he said it's an excellent film, and he didn't expect it to be an excellent film, said excellent film. But he also said it was so compelling about the situation, about the trafficking of children for rape and torture, and eventually murder, that, because one, you're murdering, you're killing their soul, you're killing their spirit immediately. But eventually many of them are also just die. He said... It was so compelling and moved him so much, he didn't understand why Hollywood hadn't made 20 films about this. Isn't that interesting? And remember, this film was suppressed. It was originally started by Fox, and of course, Edward story, story, it was, a, it was a Fox executive, I think for Fox Global, that understood the Latin American and Hispanic market. And it was principally made for that, although it was going to be in English, much of it. He left. So Fox had in and then the Disney when Disney acquired it. They suppressed it. They didn't, want it to, they didn't want it to come out. It took them years. The biggest problem they had was that not making the film and scraping the money together. It was buying the film out of, out of Disney because they didn't want it out there. You have to ask the question, why? Why? Most of what we talk about, most of what we discuss, most of the signal we give you, think about it for a second. and I want you to think about it. Don't take it from me. You think about it. Is information they want to withhold from you on every different thing where we're talking about capital markets, where we're talking about the economy, where they're talking about geopolitics, you're talking about politics, um, cultural issues, aliens, vaccines, Wuhan lab, all of it. Think about it. They go out of their way to make sure that you can't get the information. Why is that? Just ask yourself, why is that? Doesn't the United States of America have a pretty good track record? The folks in this country, don't they have a pretty good track record of thinking things through and coming to the right decision? That very powerful scene in the movie Lincoln, when his cabinets, towards the end of the war, and they talk about the Emancipation Proclamation, and many, remember, these were the smartest lawyers. The team of rivals were all the most brilliant kind of lawyers in the nation, just like the founders had many of the most brilliant lawyers in the nation at the time. Adams and Jefferson and these people. You had it there with Seward and, uh, and uh, the Secretary of War, Stanton, Lincoln, and they're talking about the, the, the legality and the fact, they brought up a fact that, hmm, actually to do, because the Emancipation Proclamation wasn't a law, it was an executive order. It's just like Biden signs them on artificial intelligence. Or President Trump signed them on, on human trafficking, the very first thing he did. They're executive orders. They only last until the next administration comes. And, and he, made the, he made the point that he did it as a wartime. He could get away with it because it was a wartime measure. Right? And they start talking about the legality, and he says, hang on a second. I did it in January of 1863, and I gave the nation, I gave the people... Almost two years, a year and a half. And what did Lincoln say? To think it through themselves. And they returned me to office, understanding that that was one of the big, the conduct of the war, and particularly the Emancipation Proclamation, because that took the war on a different level. It wasn't just for saving for the Union. Then it was the central, the issue of slavery became central to the entire matter. Because remember, one of the problems in the first couple of years of the war, you had Democrat Officers, generals, McClellan—these guys that didn't really want to take the heat—they didn't want to do the Sherman. We got to take the torch to the enemy and burn down the South. And for you Southerners, that are all the time saying, "Banders always taking the South." Sherman, I'm not. You know, I'm from the South. I'm a Southerner, but I understand the logic of what they did. It and Lincoln, but Lincoln—the power of what Lincoln said—is that I gave the American people a year and a half to think it over, to mull it over, and to make their decision. That's called democracy, and in that, by the way, there's a lot of charges in his cabinet of guys saying, hey, no offense, brother, but you've kind of been a warlord. You've kind of set aside the Constitution on several matters. Central to all these issues we're talking about today is information. I want to bring in uh, Brian Costello, who's done an incredible job, because this is central to what's happening. Why is Tim Burchett not chairing that committee. Why, why are Anna Polina Luna not then come up and chair it? Then if she can't do it, then Matt Gates. why are the three fire brands that started this thing? Why are they not there? And you got some non-entity who is controlled by Comer, which means he's controlled by McCarthy because of the defense contractors, hundred percent. The defense contractors, the war pimps got to him last night. The war pimps got to him last night and said, you got to get this out of here. You can't do this. This is too crazy. You can't do this. You can't let the you can't let the deplorables have this information. You can't let these deplorables have this information. What did Hillary Clinton put out yesterday? What her tweet was? MAGA Republicans, MAGA Republicans are calling the boiling of the oceans, the heat, the heat dome. It's you, you are the problem for the heat dome, MAGA Republicans, and they have to be turned. They have to be turfed out, according to Hillary. Every night, before I go to bed. I do thank the Lord that it was a tiny part, a small part, of making sure that her lifetime dream to become president of the United States was crushed in 2016, and along with it Merrick Garland and all those scumbags that were associated with her. And just think about it, audience, you did it. You're the ones that did it. Trump was the instrument, but you did it. And every night she thinks about it, it tears her apart. She lives, she has a living hell every day, since she lost in 2016. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, couldn't happen to a better person, right? For what she wanted to do for this country, which they're trying to do now. Costello, you've been at Sequoia Capital, and this is Sequoia Capital's gonna tie, we're gonna Malone up here, they're all the same thing. Here you have your pension money on these fat cat venture capitalists are making billions of dollars, but how, here's how they're doing it now. They're a Chinese front operation for the CCP. They're funding artificial intelligence, military technology for use against U.S. troops and sailors and Marines in the defense of Taiwan and other places. Like uh, how about this in Cuba? Haven't talked about Cuba in a while. The base they're building down there. Jack Kennedy put everything aside for, what, 13 days in October, said, hey, you're coming out. Now, a couple of side deals are cut, but that's coming out. Don't see that from Biden. The Chinese Communist Party down there right now, PLA right now, building it. Cyber warfare, biological warfare, all of it. Oh, no, they're not. It's just a troop training. What the hell are you training troops in Cuba for? For what? To invade where? To do what? This is happening on your money, on your nickel, your tax dollars, and more importantly, your pension money. And now Forbes has a huge piece. Hey, the Sequoia companies are under fire. But Sequoia is kind of dodging, and the reason they're dodging, they got they got all the Democrats. They fund the Democratic Party, but now they got McCarthy and Scalise on the payroll. Okay, in our tribute, hang on, we we'll get Castellon. Next thing, let's roll. In our tribute to American music, Tammy Patrick in a little heard version of the Red River Valley, specifically a version I think that's MAGA and for the deplorables, the Red River Valley, the great musical traditions of the United States of America, the most powerful, most important nation in the history of mankind. COVIDTaxRelief.org got a small retail business, almost $80,000. COVIDTaxRelief.org got a manufacturing business, nearly two hundred and fifty dollars And COVIDTaxRelief.org just got a large distribution business, almost $900,000. If you run a business, church, or nonprofit and paid your employees through all dot org
2: too fast. So, Molly's new piece in Vanity Fair is titled, Rebooting Ron DeSantis Still Leaves You with Ron DeSantis. You write in part, after weeks of dwindling polls, Ron DeSantis is hitting the big old reset button. Turns out, Donald Trump without the personality is not delighting voters everywhere the way tech bros like Elon Musk thought it might. Turns out, Make America Florida is not the winner the DeSantis crew imagined. As governor of Florida, he has been a wildly effective autocrat, installing loyalists and in government using taxpayer dollars for campaign travel, attacking higher education, fostering a climate ripe for book banning, and shutting out the mainstream media.
0: He's actually doing, Trump I think he's doing a quite Trump. good job in Florida. And and that's, and that's what he should focus on. But now, particularly with the donors and the smack talk, and the because and the, and the, and the, remember, this has to be a lesson for old man Murdoch. We have to send a lesson to the foreigners that you're not going to stop MAGA. Full stop. That's all this is. They're going to come up. Tim Scott's next up. They're going to get uh, Youngkin next. Kemp. They've got a whole slew of them. The Keebler Elves. They're going to keep rolling. They're going to keep rolling until you stop it. Let me be blunt about this. We're in a war right now, okay? On many levels. A 30 front war. We don't have time for nonsense. We don't have time to be diverted. We must be maniacally focused on the saving of this republic. Because if this goes, it's all over. You will have nothing but tyranny throughout this world. And that's one of the central questions of the UFO hearing. What exactly did we know about this stuff, and why has it never come? Why have we not treated the American people like adults? Isn't it time? This is the power of Trump. This is why they hate Trump. Why do you think the Murdochs and the Murdoch children and the Murdoch you know, English wives, right? Why do you think they hate Trump? Why do these globalists hate Trump? It's not about Trump. Trump wasn't hated before he ran. They hate him because not in the room, not in the deal. Not only did he put you in the room, did he put the American working – class in the room he puts you at the head of the table with actually some power to get things done and that's why they hate him for it that's why they got to send him to prison for 400 years that's why they got to indict everybody that's why they have to do it it's not this is quite simple this is not complicated and that's why we must fight back at every level And the one thing we must stop is the Fox Republicans who are nothing but neoliberal neocons. Sean Hannity right there in living color and brother Jack Posobiec put it up on Twitter with boom, getting a hard lesson from the audience, from you. We're not buying it anymore on the Ukraine. And, you know, MSNBC had had a piece yesterday at the end of an afternoon segment, just a tiny piece. But we're training troops in Niger. They've got their number one foreign correspondent. She's over in the Defense Department. She's not in the Pentagon this week talking about the, N- the woke NDAA. She's in Niger. We're training troops in Niger because there's another situation that we got to get involved in, that you got to pay for, that Europe or France or anybody that, that looted Africa and sub-Saharan Africa for mm, 100 years now. They're not down there. No, the good old United States of America with American kids, right, and your taxpayer money. Oh, that we happen to be printing and borrowing from the Chinese to do this and not having, we're not, why aren't those guys in Taiwan right now training the Taiwanese Marines to push back the amphibious and air assault that the Chinese Communist Party, the PLA, going to do? Why are we not doing that? Brian Costello, why, why are we funding, why is Sequoia Capital with American working class pension fund money funding our enemy on artificial intelligence and other advanced weapon systems and now the companies themselves because of you and Colonel Derek Harvey and the war room are now getting scrutiny but the people really the core of it Sequoia Neil Shen this Chinese Communist Party operative Kevin McCarthy Scalise and the Democrats Mike Moritz who you got fired there or moved over got out because it got too hot why why are why are they not in the hot seat and only the company, sir?
4: You know, Steve, to your monologue, I think there's two things we really need to care about as a country, our economic security and thus our national security, right? And with our economic security is what we fund our national security with. So it's, you know, I've heard from numerous people in the media that they're shocked that McCarthy and Gallagher and the China Committee aren't going after Sequoia China. So I think this is first of uh, many stories you see. And if, and if, if Sequoia's defense... Is well, Shen's now split from us. Why wouldn't all these other VC firms they're going with just saying, "Well, hey, we're going to split in a year too." Then who are we investing So this whole thing yeah, is, that's, is that's, com- that's, com- yeah, that's completely a shame. bogus. This yeah, is, hold,
0: just, just just for our radio on. and po- hang, hang on, just for our radio and podcast audience. Make sure this is not from and as much as I love Gateway Pundit and Breitbart and all those guys doing a fabulous job. This is Forbes. This, this is, is huge business paper. Because they're talking to the big shot investors saying, hey, look at it. these guys are now getting the hairy eyeball put on them, right? The companies, but they ask the question, hmm, why is not Sequoia and why is not Mike Moritz and, and, uh, and quite frankly, Turner? Because let me go back for a second about the, about the war pimps over at the Pentagon. And I say this as a patriot that served uh, his country and believes in a strong national offense. What I don't believe in is a racket. The, the, what Costello is talking about right now is the same reason Burchett's not chairing the committee. Okay? This all gets back to the House Intelligence Committee being owned and paid for by the defense industry. So they wanted everything to go down to the House Intelligence Committee. Maybe, Turner shut down the investigation on Sequoia. Why did Mike Turner do that? Because they started paying the Republican Party. They're already financing the Democratic Party through Moritz with real money. Here they gave you chump change. You know why? Because the Republican Party is a cheap trick. Let's just be brutally frank about it. But Murdoch kicked, has kicked DeSantis to the curb like a $2 trick, right? This is, they have no respect. The money doesn't respect you. You're cheap. The, at least the money respects the Democrats. They pay them real money, real dollars. Nancy Pelosi, when she does the shakedown, she comes in hard and wants real money, not chump change. She wants the Benjamins. Brian Costello, why are we not going after? Why is Turner and House Intelligence and McCarthy not? This is a massive national security. Because, listen, you, you right now, this audience, hang on, this audience is funding Your children, they're gonna be wrapped up and killed defending the South China Sea, the Straits of Taiwan, and Taiwan. They are going to be killed with weapons, and this is like in the 30s when we were shipping all that metal over to Japan. My dad used to tell me his father, who went only to the third grade, would sit there, the ship's leaving Norfolk, and said, you see all that junk that's going, and it's all going to Japan? It's gonna come back as shells one day. That was in the 1930s. And this guy did not go to Oxford. Brian Costello.
4: Steve, the the Chinese government was smart, right, the US political special interest money, who's looking for its candidate right now, they had their candidate in Biden, right, is uh, the biggest financial investment they have is in China's economic success. Okay, so it's not just Turner killing the China investigation, you got McHenry and financial services trying to restrict or get rid of the outbound investment. Uh, regulation that comes. You've got Gallagher, didn't include Sequoia. You've got a speaker who's made his biggest donor when he knows the issues with Sequoia and knew the issues with Sequoia and people in Team Warner briefed, you know, not 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 having them all go after this. Right? So the special interest is looking for their candidates. So these people all in the GOP now, they have future aspirations, so they don't want to piss off the special interest. Now you have Sequoia portfolio companies like Citadel that were funding DeSantis they're looking for their candidate look for them to go to Yunkin where was Yunkin he was at Carlisle who funded Neil Shen's first company? Carlisle group did. who was suing Neil Shen back in 2009 and then withdrew from the suit against Neil Shen to uh, to do other deals with him? they know Yunkin knows exactly who Neil Shen in Sequoia is he was doing business with them for years so look for this look for, Citadel and, and Griffin and all the GOP money to line up behind their pro China candidate Glenn Youngkin.
0: And we see from uh, we see from Murdoch yesterday they're already running that up the flagpole with Steve Ducey. Yeah. Well, you know, Neil, you know it's fifty-seven percent report. Drudge has got it up there. What Steve, what action Steve, wanna... are you calling for? You've been on the you you hang on for a second. You've been on this for a while. What action are you calling for?
4: So, one, this was great reporting by Ken Raposa at Forbes, right? And I would say Forbes is probably the least, you know, Neil Shen tops the Forbes Midas list of top investors. So she, <laughs> Forbes is probably the least, you know, anti-China publication they are out there. So the fact that they're saying this is outrageous, that Sequoia hasn't been subpoenaed or isn't included in this congressional investigation is, is quite quite alarming. I will, I will link something together for... Uh, The MAGA crowd, Steve, uh, related to McCarthy, one of the one of the companies referenced in the article is BYD Micro. It's a BYD's Chinese conglomerate and alternative energy. Uh, BYD in 2013, 14 and 15 built an electric bus vehicle in McCarthy's district, creating 700 jobs. So not only is McCarthy taking money from Sequoia, Sequoia portfolio companies in the past have actually helped them in terms of his own district. Uh, you know, and that, that's that been reported on, so people can go Google McCarthy and BYD. Uh, and and and, and so we've seen the uniparty's been bought, it's not just the Bidens, as you know, we all know. The uniparty's been bought by China,
0: Brian. How can people get to all the reporting? Do by the way, Navarro's going to be on here on a different topic, but Peter Navarro was all over this for years about this, about the uh about this Chinese company in McCarthy's district. We'll, we'll get him on here and get his uh, analysis of that. How do people, Brian, you're putting up stuff all the time. You're fighting the good fight. People have to understand the the logjam right now is McCarthy. And don't get me wrong. The Democrats are taking 10 times more money from Sequoia. Mike Moritz, in fact, give me a minute on, on Moritz. He just left because we're turning le- up the he, heat he, on he him. He He's probably going to work for Newsom. Go ahead.
4: He left, he left Steve, but, you know, the, the, there's a lag in reporting uh, political donations through fec.gov. And what we saw is, you know, 30, 45 days before he left, on June 1st, he dropped $2, he dropped $2 million with George Soros into the anti-Trump PAC, the uh, American Bridge Pack AB pack. So he's not backing he, Moritz isn't backing Biden right now. He's just throwing money against Trump for whoever the candidate ends up being. Right? And I think he left no, okay. Sequoia— because there's so much heat on it and he wants to really fund the anti-Trump candidate.
0: Exactly. The two, the Washington post story that we brought up with Caroline rent, the $2 billion the the they're not running a candidate. It's like Katie Hobbs in Arizona or Fetterman in Pennsylvania. They have a system. The system now has $2 billion. That's what you're running. They can do plug and play with any candidate, whether it's, Biden, if he makes it do this impeachment inquiry, or it's um, it's um, uh, Newsom or Pritzker or any of them, right? Yeah, if Michonne, or, these people work through their work through their issues with their chef who mysteriously d- drowned up in Martha's Vineyard. Brian, we got to bounce. How do people? Uh, how do people get to you?
4: Uh, just on Twitter, BP Costello, and I'm spinning up Substack, so we'll we'll, we'll have some news on that.
0: As soon as you get the sub stack, let us know, because you've got uh, you are working on massive stories and this is not going to go away until we get a prime. We need a primary opponent. Let me be blunt for Mike Turner. The House Intelligence right now, they got rid of Derek Harvey. They are as corrupt as anything I've ever seen in my entire life. And remember, this is where shifty shift was. It's just as bad now as when shifty shift was there. Just as bad now. And Derek Harvey will give you that chapter and verse, and he ran the deal. Okay, and Cash Patel. Short commercial break. Brian, thank you very much. Dr. Robert Malone joins us after a short commercial break. For the games you want to play. Bring it on and I will fight to the end. Just watch and see. It's all started. Everything's begun. And you are over. Because we're taking
5: down the CCP.
0: Okay, imagine you're at your doctor's office. Your doctor glances up from the chart and says, and I quote, hey, whatever you're doing, keep it up, end quote. Now, that's the Field of Greens better health promise. Check out this customer testimonial. He said, and I want to quote here, I've been taking Field of Greens, and this is the second time my doctor has danced into the room praising my blood results. Credit where credit's due. Thanks, Field of greens. End quote. Now, each fruit and vegetable and field of greens was medically selected for a specific health benefit. Some support vital organs like heart, lungs, and kidneys. Others support meta- metabolism for healthy energy and weight loss. If you're busy, if you don't get enough exercise, if you eat too much fast food, take field of greens. Look, field of greens can't promise your doctor will dance into your room. But they can promise at your next checkup, your doctor will notice you improve health or you get your money back. Let me repeat that. You get your money back. I trust Field of Greens for my health, and you can too. Let me get you started with 15% off. Visit fieldofgreens.com and use promo code Bannon. That's fieldofgreens.com, promo code Bannon. Take action today. Use your agency, fieldofgreens.com, promo code BANNON AND GET THE BETTER HEALTH PROMISE.
4: Welcome. I OFFER YOU A CHOICE, A CHOICE BETWEEN TWO WORLDS, WILL YOU TAKE THE BLUE PILL AND CONTINUE LIVING IN A WORLD WHERE a CORRUPT FEW CONTROL EVERYTHING, OR WILL YOU TAKE THE RED PILL AND JOIN US? WHAT THE ELITES DON'T WANT YOU TO KNOW IS THAT THERE ARE 200,000 OPEN COMMITTEE MAN SEATS IN THE REPUBLICAN PARTY. THESE PARTY MEMBERS ARE THE ONES WHO DETERMINE THE FUTURE OF THE GOP. Let's take our country back, one precinct at a time. Visit precinctstrategy.com now.
0: Okay, um, we have Dr. Robert Malone is going to join us, uh, and Dr. Malone is going to stay through also into the opening segment of the next hour. Dr. Malone, you've got a piece on your substack that population control and official U.S. government policy. We've got a couple of minutes on this side before we play our musical um, uh, event for today. Uh, walk me through that. What do you mean by? And you go back and you talk about Kissinger and old National Security uh, Council memos, etc. Walk me through what you're what you're talking about, and and pr- and, and make me feel better that it's, that's not a conspiracy theory. So,
2: Steve, it has been con- been considered a conspiracy theory during the COVID crisis. That one of the underlying agendas during the COVID crisis has been a surreptitious population control, uh, and I've been very reluctant to go there as have many others but it has been a leading theory of the case in addition to the economic one. Now what we have is a series of documents these are the receipts in the official government policy US government policy going back to Henry Kissinger in a preceding meeting in 1973 that clearly documents that population control to cap US to cap global growth at 8 billion is official u.s policy and has been for a long time and it's couched in a lot of real politic language uh, and then was made official policy under gerald ford with an additional national security directive so we now have a series of of documents and receipts that lay out the real politic logic that uh, the u.s should act through a variety of different means including uh, birth control advancing abortion Uh, and uh, advancing technologies for reduction in population, uh, switching uh, agricultural practices, a whole series of actions proposed. And it's also couched in the logic that we need to suppress population growth in least developed countries that we wish to basically mine for mineral resources. We don't want those countries to grow their populations because it would compete with our interests in extracting mineral wealth and other things from those countries.
0: Is this we got about a minute before we go is this uh, is this in um, is this in response to was the population bomb is professor Erhart I think it was Eckert at Stanford the population bomb back in the 60s and 70s his theory of the case that the carrying capacity Precis- for the earth was only so many human beings
2: Precisely, and just like Agenda 2030, what we see is a legacy logic that has largely been debunked, based in this case on Malthusianism, that we have very limited resources that discount human innovation and the value of human capital and human intellectual contributions, and believe that the only way out of this uh, uh, catastrophic event, this existential crisis, is to uh, use extraordinary means to cap population growth, which includes uh, mandated uh, birth control, et cetera, if necessary, if we move above 8 billion. And what's ironic or not, uh, this feeds into the, quote, conspiracy theory, is that in 2020, we were just approaching 8 billion as the target. So there's a lot of, of uh, <laughs> receipts and documents here that <laughs> much support the there's no, uh, conspiracy. there's
0: no, there's there's no, there's no, there's no, there's no,
2: Precise. There's no your, coincidence. There's no
0: coincidence. Okay. okay. We're, we're going to take a, we're going to take a short break. Uh, we're going to play this music. I want people to focus on the Red River Valley and the meaning of it. Um, and then we're going to come back. We got Dr. Malone. Also, we're going to drill down on this more, show more receipts. Also, From what green valley, colonialism. Okay. Tammy Patrick in a very not very not heard very often. Her version. I think with there also some additional lyrics. Let's play that and I'll I'll come back before we go to break.
5: the sunshine mm-hmm. that has brightened a country wild. come and sing. you once had to say.
0: by a licensed pharmacy at a fraction of the regular cost you'll be glad you have the jace case go to jace medical that's one word j a s e medical.com and enter code bannon at checkout for a discount on your order that's promo code bannon at jace j a s e medical.com you know what the problem is cuz you've watched the show you can break you can take action and break that problem by going to Jace Medical and get your Jace case today. Action, action, action. Folks, let me tell you about Solti. It's a company that makes a soft gel supplement rich in antioxidants to help people like you and me keep a healthy heart. While COVID gets all the headlines, it's important to realize that heart disease kills nearly 700,000 Americans every year. Yes, heart disease is the number one killer